Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. All right, it is the Tuesday after week four. Jared Bailey, Kurt Hamaser with you. As always, this is Laces Out. Thank you so much for making us part of your day. Uh, Kurt, how you doing, my friend? Doing great, doing great. Uh, just just pulled in the driveway maybe an hour or two ago from a nice trip to your neck of the woods. I was down in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Saw the Rolling Stones. Uh, I don't know. You know, it's. I, I know you said that's not really your speed of music, but for me, that yeah. was uh, check that off the bucket list. I saw one of, one of the greatest of all time. So uh, it was very fun. But yes, uh, always always good to visit the beautiful city of Pittsburgh. Of course, I had to wear my Bills hat while I was down there. Uh, got a few Gold Bills. Got a few Steelers fans rubbing it in still from week one. But there really isn't too much to rub in for the Steelers because um, it hasn't really gone uphill since since that Bill, that Bills game. It's been a, a steep drop-off downhill. Yeah, let's get that out of the way, why don't we? <laughs> let's but. just break it open right now and talk about your Pittsburgh Steelers because they drop a game to the – or sorry, to the Green Bay Packers 27-17 – Another week of you know what is what what's this offense? What is this offense looking like? I mean, we know what it looks like, but what's it going to be in the future here? Because it's not been. Um, it seems like everything is run through Najee Harris. The run game, the pass game is Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris, and that's okay. But the offensive line really hasn't been great itself either. So it's it's a tough situation. It's a sticky situation here. Yeah, I mean, I'll go on my weekly tangent the way I do with Pittsburgh. Um, so I will say this. The offensive line play was the best it's been all season. Um, that's not a very high bar, <laughs> but uh, there was definite improvements. Najee Harris had his best day on the ground, which, again, wasn't a high bar. But nonetheless, there was definite improvement. Joel Haig was a much better uh, right tackle than Chuck Sikorafor has been. So we can expect Sikorafor to not be in the starting lineup, barring injury for the rest of the year because he's been terrible. Um they started off hot. I mean, Deontay Johnson mm-hmm. had the long touchdown catch. It's Ben's 400th of his career. Um, you know, when that happens, I'm like, okay, yes, <laughs> yes, let's do this. And then, um, you know, the the defense started off well. You know, they held Green Bay out of the end zone on the first, uh, I want to say, two drives. Uh, Devin Bush had a sack. Uh, so defensively, I mean, they started off hot. Offensively, they came out firing. And then they just reverted back to being – the Steelers that we've come to know for the past calendar year where, you know, it's the short passing game that doesn't do anything. And uh, let me, let me also say this. Um, We can point to all the flaws of the offensive line throughout the first three weeks or four weeks. Um, Week four against green Bay, Ben Roethlisberger was the biggest problem. Um, Another fourth down with another screen swing pass to Najee Harris behind the line of scrimmage, mind you. I don't understand right. that. It, it seems like, you know, I, I, I'll be honest, I haven't watched every single snap of the Steelers this year, mm-hmm. but most snaps that I've seen where it's either a critical third down or even a fourth down, it they don't they don't go past the sticks. It, it's, uh, you know, if they need three yards, they throw two yards, and they just hope that the wide receivers can get there. And, I mean, the other thing, too, is, it's okay if you want to run the offense through Najee Harris, whether you want to hand the ball off to him or throw it to him. He touched the ball 21 times. He had 15 rushes. He had tw- uh, six catches. Ben threw the ball 40 times. At this stage in Ben's career, you, you can't have him throwing the ball 40 times. You you really can't. I, I, I think you need to give Najee Harris at least 20 touches a game, 20 carries a game, get him involved in the passing game, whether that's, you know, five, six, seven, eight catches – 
I just don't trust Ben. Um, but you, I mean, you did mention Deontay Harris had a good game. They started off hot. I mean, the, the Packers didn't score any points in the first quarter, and they scored 17 in the second quarter. So the wheels fell off pretty quickly in this game. And, you know, on back to the fourth down, he had Pat Fryermuth wide open down the seams, which would have been an easy conversion, and he didn't look his way. Um, he missed Juju Smith-Schuster on what would have been two walk-in touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And we saw we saw you know Juju frustrated on the sidelines, and he should be. And yeah. credit to Juju. I mean, he's handled this well. He's taken all the blame because, you know, obviously he's not going to throw Ben under the bus. But <laughs> right now, and it, it's it's not fun to say that, that Ben's the problem. But at this, at this point in his career, he's almost 40. The arm is not – he's out of bullets in the gun, Kurt. Like, yep. at this point, they're just throwing the gun and praying. <laughs> <laughs> because right now nothing's working. And now I will say I jokingly tweeted at Matt Verderon because there was a deep completion between the numbers to James Washington uh <laughs> late in the fourth quarter when they're down 17. It a blind happened. squirrel finds a nut every once in a while. You and know. the blind squirrel did indeed find a nut. Um and then Matt jokingly replied that he could have taken a nap between the release point and the catch, which he definitely <laughs> could have, because there was absolutely no zip on that ball. Um but Realistically speaking right now, look, Mike Tomlin came out today and said he's not going to bench Ben. It's not going to happen. And I get it. Like, we know what Mason Rudolph is. He's not the future of this team. We sure as hell know Dwayne Haskins isn't the future of this team. Mm-hmm. I, it, it is frustrating when, you know, this is a team where, you know, going into this year, after I mean, I said, look, Ben, this is the perfect time to retire. It would have been poetic to retire after the Cleveland game. Go out with Philip Rivers. Go out with Drew Brees, um, and you know he. I think it's just him not knowing when to call it quits, and it's it's a shame that it's kind of come to this. Uh, but right now, he he was the problem week four, and you know he's missing throws, he's missing reads, and if you know things don't change, it's just going to be Pittsburgh playing the same broken record every week. And now they have to host Denver, who has one of the best rush defenses in football right now. So it's probably going to be more of the same again. So. Yeah, but on the, flip side, right now. on the flip side, they do face Denver this week, who might be without Teddy Bridgewater. Um, That's we don't what really it seems know like. Because Teddy Bridgewater took a hit against the Ravens in their loss. Uh, they lost 23-7, to kind of an ugly game. But Bridgewater took an ugly hit uh, in concussion protocol, so we don't really know. So Drew Locke coming in. We've seen Drew Locke. We've seen the Drew Locke show. Um, we know how I feel about Drew Locke. I'm not a big believer. Uh, and Teddy Bridgewater was playing – I, I would say very great well. football. I mean, he was playing very, very well this year. Solid play all around. And the defense is getting it done, too. Um, you know, things got mixed up a little bit this week now that they had to switch in a quarterback. And they're facing a good Rams te- – or, sorry, a, a good Ravens team. So, it's that's a good test for the Steelers. Um, I could see it getting really ugly, um, but I could also see them winning this game. Yeah. The defense could, could carry and let them. And uh, let me touch on this as well. Sure. Joe Hayden was not offsides. Let me get that out of the way real quick. Yes, and he even said it himself. He tweeted it uh, out saying, I "Now, granted, even with that touchdown, if it counts, I still don't think they win yeah. because the Packers played very conservative in the second half because mm-hmm. they were up by a good amount. By no means, I mean the Steelers let a lot of twenty-plus yard plays happen against Green Bay. By no means do I think that the Packers lose, even if the Steelers get the touchdown on the block field goal. We can talk about momentum being a factor, sure, but the Steelers' offense was still absolutely dead yes. in the water. So. I still think Green Bay wins, but Joe Hayden wasn't offsides. Um, continue. I just needed to say that. I, I don't think so either. Um, but there's been – I mean, 
it always it is every year that that there's always questionable calls. The refs are always kind of iffy throughout the year. Maybe it seems like a little bit extra this year, a little extra spice from the refs this year to uh, sure. throw a wrench into things. And you know, you can you can bring that back to the delay a game call with the Ravens and the uh, and the Lions on the Justin Tucker kick. There's a few questionable calls in this past game, uh, the the Bucks and the Patriots. Brady's return, which he just barely, just barely escaped the clutches of Bill Belichick. Uh, it was a rainy, ugly day in Foxborough, but 1917. Winning on a field goal, not what I expected. Uh, I really, really expected the Buccaneers to go in there and Tom to just say, didn't you miss me and drop 40 points. But <laughs> Patriots, defense, Patriots defense has been good all year long. Yes. Um, Mac Jones really – he looked good against Tampa Bay. Um, granted, Tampa Bay has lost almost everybody in their secondary. Uh, they <laughs> lost, I believe, their four starting corners. So we'll see how they look going forward. I think right now Richard Sherman is their number one corner. So, um, yeah. but yes, Mac Jones look looks solid. He he really looked good, and they just don't have any weapons. They spent all this money on Jonu Smith and Hunter Henry and Kendrick Bourne, and it's just not getting the job done. They don't have playmakers on offense, and that's going to plague them all year long. And if they make more moves like that next year, it's not going to help Mac Jones at all. Um, yeah, I mean, it, granted, it was, you know, a torrential downpour there for yes. a good portion of the game. Um, it was just kind of a sloppy game in general, uh, looking back at it. But, yeah, I mean, it was a moment. You know, it's one of those things where, you know, we're never going to see anything quite like that again in terms of, you know, Tom Brady returning to the place that he built a, a dynasty for mm-hmm. two decades. So, no, it was definitely a piece of NFL history that was cool to witness. It was. Uh, it was. The, game, and, the game itself wasn't anything spectacular, but regardless, it was uh, It was cool to uh, cool to see. It was. All the, all the pregame hype and, of course, Brady coming out on the field, it was it was a cool feeling. Um, it, was kinda, yeah. it was cool to watch. I can't imagine what the what the crowd was like there, but it was. I thought it was funny at the end of the game. Everybody was wondering, was it going to be a handshake? Was it going to be a hug? Were they just yeah. going to walk off and not say anything? It was a little bit of both. It was a a quick one. Not even a hug. It was like a side hug that you give to like somebody that you don't really want to see, you don't really want to talk to. But it was like a isn't that the most Belichick thing? It, is, it absolutely is. So yeah, it was uh it was funny, and we may never see that matchup again because you know we I don't expect the the Bucks and the Patriots to meet in the Super Bowl, so I don't know when they're gonna face each other again. So uh, no, it was definitely cool to see. Definitely uh, history before us, uh, and more history happened because. The Jets got their first win of the year. Um, and to everybody's surprise, it was against the Tennessee Titans. I don't think anybody would have written that down on their preseason uh, predictions, but they got the job done. Even with Julio Jones and A.J. Brown out, the Jets won. Uh, the Jets won. Robert Sala got his first career win as a head coach in overtime. Good for the Jets. Uh, I'm, I'm happy for them. It was kind of an ugly game uh, as well. But you know what? Just just take wins as you can go. Um, I, I mean, Zach Wilson, he, I haven't seen a ton from him that I've been super impressed with this year. But, again, oh. he really does not have too much around him. Um, this was Zach Wilson's game. It was it a good was game. Phenomenal. It, it was good. I mean, Corey Davis went off. He had four catches, 111 yards, and a touchdown. Um, so, I think, you know, I, I like Zach Wilson. If you put a team around him, if you give him an offensive line, the He'll be he'll be okay. I think the big story from this game though is Tennessee's defense is an issue. We really we came into the season concerned, questioning what they would look like. A lot of young talent on this team that could be boom or bust. 
it's trending towards a bust. I, I don't want to market that yet, but they they have some issues. They they definitely have some issues really all over their all over their roster, but definitely on defense. No, I mean, granted, I mean you already pointed out no Julio Jones, no AJ Brown for the Titans. That made it you know, a mm-hmm. little bit a little bit more in favor of the Jets. But regardless, Zach Wilson played his best game as a pro by a mm-hmm. mile. Um, the throw from the like opposite forty hitting Corey Davis just right in the bread basket. That was <laughs> that is what we expected to see from Zach Wilson. That's what we expected the Mormon piss missile to come in and do. And uh, it was nice to see. I'm glad that he finally had a big game where if you look at his passing charts, it's it's just constant downfield. Like the dude does not care. He's gonna and for this game it, it was working. Now granted Tennessee's defense you touched on it. Tennessee's defense has a lot of problems. We touched on it a lot during the preseason. I mean, they're relying on a lot of really young guys in the secondary. Right now it's showing because they're not gelling right now. They let up a bunch of big plays to the Jets. Um, but credit to Zach Wilson. You know, everybody's labeling him a bust after three games. No. And then uh, he went out and uh, you know, kind of shut up some people. So I was, gl- I was glad to see it. Good for the Jets. Good for Robert Sala. Good for Zach Wilson. And uh, we'll see if the Titans can figure this out. Um, yeah. I want to I see who they play this coming week. Actually. The Titans are going to face. Uh, let me look. I got it right here, but I can't cool. find the Titans. Where are the Titans? Oh, they play the Jaguars. So, yes, a big bounce back mm. game for them. Uh, you I assume I, I, Jacksonville looked good against Cincinnati, though, as well. So, this isn't. They, they looked good in the first half, fell apart in the second half. More credit to Cincinnati. Cincinnati played played really well. Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's here. He's, he's here. Yeah. He, he's back. Uh, that was a good game for him. And I, I'm glad the, that the Bengals could do that. There is just a whole big mess going on in Jacksonville. Um, yeah, let's touch on this. Why not? Let's get into I mean, Urban Meyer. If you Meyer. haven't seen it, Urban Meyer is really just imploding. Um, it, what, what's, I, what's the exact story? They were out. The team was out, and he went Here, to Here, I can R. actually pull up. So uh, Ari uh, Merov, he tweeted out like the entire list of things that have happened since Urban Meyer took over. Let me pull it up and read this off you. Okay. Started with the Tim Tebow. Uh, Tim so Tebow since Urban Meyer has taken over, he hired Chris Doyle as the team's director of sports performance, but he was accused of making racist comments and belittling players during his time at Iowa. So after, you know, all that backlash, he resigned after less than a day. Uh, they signed Tim Tebow. They drafted Travis Etienne, even though they already had James Robinson. Um, openly admitted to wanting Kadarius Tony instead of Travis Etienne. Um, the whole thing, telling the reporters that vaccines play a factor into who they keep and who they don't keep, um, the open competition, quote unquote, between Trevor Lawrence and Gardner Minshew, where Gardner Minshew got a lot of reps only for them to trade him away. <laughs> um, they traded CJ Henderson away. They're 0 and 4. And then he doesn't travel with the team following the loss to Cincinnati. Oh, and then we get videos of him with a woman in a nightclub. Who wasn't his wife? Right, and yes, that's, uh, that's the big thing. He is he is happily married. I would seem like he was happily married, and uh, he was flirtatious in a bar. So, uh, it, and then things come out today that there's been meetings behind closed doors, yes. um, saying that uh, Urban Meyer needs to regain the trust and respect of Jaguars ownership. So, what a dumpster fire Urban Meyer has been in Jacksonville. It, is. it was it was hopeful at the start, you know, ooh, Urban Meyer matched up with Trevor Lawrence here. It could be exciting. Um no, it, it is going downhill quickly and it's a shame because I like the Jaguars roster. I, I do. I mean, their offense is their offense is good. The, Trevor Lawrence is good. They got a lot of weapons. Uh their offensive line is good. Defense is, isn't terrible. It's not good, but it's not terrible. Um you can work with it, but he is he is just imploding this team from the inside and it's it's not yeah. good it's 
Not Jacksonville Jaguars number one in pressures per drop back defensively. So, I mean, it's not like they're playing horrible right, defense right now. Yeah. So they're surprised. They're playing surprisingly well. It's not like they're getting absolutely demolished every game. Like they put up a great mm-hmm. fight against, um, they put up a fight against Cincinnati. They put up a fight against Arizona week mm-hmm. one against Houston. Yeah, that wasn't pretty. Um, but you know, they're, they're playing better than I think most would expect uh, considering the circumstances, but yeah, the whole Urban Meyer thing, and you and I didn't really, I, I know I didn't like it uh, coming no. into the year. I thought it was a bad hire. Um, and it's, it's starting, it's, to me, it's starting to, to me, show. It kind of reminds me, me as a Bills guy, it reminds me as Rex Ryan coming in. It was, you know, he's kind of flashy. It's like a flashy signing. Urban Meyer, it could be exciting. He's going to, you know, add some flair to the team, but there's also going to be all the, all the circus acts that surround well, him. Well, I'll say this about Rex Ryan. At least he's professional and doesn't do stupid things like this. Um, yeah, he's somewhat professional. He's, he's had his issues as well, but uh, he's not not to this extent. Um, but he's uh, he's had his issues as well. I, the I biggest say. issue off the field I can remember with Rex is just his wife having a Sanchez tattoo. That's yes. the only thing I that's was, the only thing that I can recall about Rex being too. He, he was just. He would just say stupid things at press conferences and just he wasn't business. He was more, you know, he, he just seemed like he wanted to have more fun than, than focus on business. Um, but that's okay. I'm a Rex what, Ryan truther. <laughs> because the Bills have Sean McDermott now, and the Bills have shut out two teams throughout four weeks of this season, shutting out the Miami Dolphins, shutting out the Houston Texans, and dropping a 40 burger on them. Say what you want, say what you want about the opponents. That is impressive. That is very, yeah. very impressive to be able to shut out two NFL offenses within the course of three weeks. I mean, that is it's a it's a big feat. And you can say what you want about the opponents. This week is a big test against the Kansas City Chiefs, but that's impressive. And the Bills defense, which maybe was the weaker point of the team last year, uh towards the end of the year, it's 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 on fire right now. It seems like they've figured out and they're clicking on all cylinders. Yeah, I mean, I was worried at the start of the game. I mean, right off the bat, Josh Allen throws an interception. I'm like, oh, great. Guess we're doing this again. And even it, the, the weather was very, very bad. I will say that. It was I, raining a lot. I don't want to blame it on the weather, but it was from about 11 o'clock until maybe 6 o'clock. It was pouring rain in Buffalo. So, you know, you got to play the elements. Both teams have to play it. Luckily, Davis Mills. Um, uh, Davis Mills, I'm sorry. Um, that was ugly. Four interceptions. Bills got it done. Bills got it done. They, they kicked four field goals. I, I I was talking about this earlier on Twitter, and you know they kicked four field field goals. So they, re, they really could have dropped maybe fifty points on, on uh, Houston Texans, and it could have got a lot uglier. But maybe they were nice and just kicked the field goals. Yeah, I mean, first half the Bills' offense wasn't anything impressive. They got down to the red zone inside Texans territory and just kind of squandered mm-hmm. a lot. Actually, second half they came alive. Obviously, you know they put up a lot of points. Josh Allen played a lot better in the second half. Um, I want to see them put together a complete game. You know, they did it against Washington somewhat. Um, mm-hmm. They played as close to a perfect game offensively as they could against Washington. But, you know, he struggled against Miami, struggled against Pittsburgh, had a, you know, slight struggles against Houston, but they're getting progressively better, which is good. Um, and, you know, you mentioned it this week is going to be Sunday night football in Arrowhead. It's going to be a big mm-hmm. test. And um, I would bet the over on that because both teams are putting up a lot of points. Um, the Kansas City Chiefs seem to be uh, getting back into their own rhythm as uh, they just uh, put up 48 against the, the Eagles. So mm-hmm. um, it'll be a fun one. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, primetime football hasn't disappointed yet, which is great. I know. Um, yeah. So and, that'll and be a fun a, one on Sunday night. 
it's a big test. Uh, this is, you know, if they if they win this game, if the Bills beat the Chiefs, they're in the driver's seat for the number one seed in the AFC. I think um, they if if they beat the Chiefs, and I think at this point right now they should. Uh, I think the Chiefs are technically favored, but just just because they own them pretty much every time they beat them or every time they've played them. So and it's at Arrowhead, so that at Arrowhead, of course, the home well. team gets the gets the favorite. Um, so it's going to be high scoring, like you said. Uh, but we can we can preview that later on in the week. Um, another game that I want to talk about, the Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals this year, man. Kyler Murray coming for that MVP trophy because they just took down the Rams, who I had as the best team in football, and it wasn't really close. It was a 17-point victory. They won 37-20 to beating the Los Angeles Rams. Cardinals stay undefeated. They go 4-0. I mean, Kyler Murray, 268 yards, two touchdowns. He does it with his legs. It, they are they're a complete team. Um, you know, you think you think of a team with DeAndre Hopkins, you think the offense has run through him. Oh no, AJ Green led the team um in catches, had the same amount of yards with DeAndre Hopkins with 67. They are a complete team. They use everybody on that offense. They use Rondell Moore, they use Christian Christian Kirk, friend of the show. They use everybody, and their defense is getting it done as well. We saw Chandler Jones in the first game of the year with the five sacks. I'm impressed with the Cardinals. I really am. I, I thought they were going to be good this year. I had them missing the playoffs just because of how good that division was. I think I was wrong about them. Um, they are very good, not just good. Yeah, no. I mean, I had them missing the playoffs, too, simply because, one, I was concerned about their defense. Two, that division's mm-hmm. insane. Right now, they're the last remaining undefeated team in the NFL, sitting at 4-0. Kyler Murray, I don't want to hear any other argument for anybody being the best dual-threat quarterback in the NFL besides Kyler Murray. Yeah, He has played out of his mind He's got a cannon for an arm. Like the touchdown pass to AJ Green, it was one on one, but he just lasered that thing. Like yep. it, it was in the air for maybe half a second, is what it felt mm-hmm. like. And look, he is playing absolutely otherworldly right now. And you touched on it. He's doing it with his legs. He's doing it with that cannon that he's got on his shoulder. They're playing remarkably, remarkable on offense. But the defense has really showed up too. Whether it's yep. uh, Byron Murphy. Chandler Jones, everybody else in the secondary, you know, they added Zayvon Collins, Isaiah Simmons is coming into his, like they're playing very well defensively, which is a, a, a shocker to me yeah, a little bit. Now I is. thought it would take a little bit of time, but they're playing well on both sides of the ball right now. I love what they're doing. Um, they play the 49ers this week, which looks like it could be Trey Lance. looks like it could be, it's kind of up in the yeah. air if it's going to be Jimmy Garoppolo or Trey Lance. Regardless, I think they win that game against a 5-0. and um, they are playing very well right now. They might be, you know, right now, I mean, you can't really make the argument for anybody else being that, that top dog in the NFC, at least right. not right at this very moment. And it's not like they're, you know, cruising to victories against the Jets and Atlanta. I mean, they played the Jaguars this year. That's fair. But they beat the Vikings. Good team. They beat the, who do they, they beat the, the Titans. Titans. And now they, now they just win this week. And they're not just beating these teams either. They're, Beating these teams, you know, they're, they're putting out only... a lot of points, Kurt. Yes. It doesn't matter who it's against, they're uh-huh. getting points. Exactly. I mean, they are they are beating these teams. They just dropped 37 points on the Rams defense, who I thought I thought the Rams were the best team in the league. Maybe they still are, maybe it's just a bad week, but I I like I like the Cardinals a lot this year. I'm impressed by them. Um, and like you said, they play the 49ers this week, another divisional game. You know, these those divisional games are always tough for that for that division specifically. It's it's going to be a tight race all the way down to the end of the year. Um, I, I just I like the I like the Cardinals a lot this year, um, and the Seahawks won too. So I mean, division just keeps getting tighter, and, and the, it's it's going to be fun. 
It does. I mean, the Seahawks and 49ers are both at two and two. Uh, Top for the last last in division, Rams 3-1, Cardinals 4-0. Like, it's still anybody's race, mm-hmm. but right now, you know, the Cardinals are very much uh, the lead dog in that conversation. Right. They're playing great. Um, and right now, I still think that the Rams win the division, but, you know, the Cardinals, they very well might grab that second spot and uh, right. maybe maybe the top wild card in the NFC. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think the Cardinals come, down, come back down to earth a little bit. Uh, I don't think they're going to, you know, stay the top dog for the entire year, but sure. – they're they're very they're built very solid. They they have a very solid core. Like you like we said, we're a little surprised with their defense this year, and they have maybe an easy ish schedule. Um, I'll kind of run through it quick a little bit here just to preview them going forward. So you said they play the 49ers, then they play the Browns. Uh, I'm, That'll be a fun game. Wait, can't wait for that game. That game is going to be fun. Sunday, four o five, October seventeenth. Um, then they play the Texans, Packers, 49ers again, Panthers. Seahawks, Bears, Rams, Lions, Colts, Cowboys, Seahawks. So bless really the deep. heart of Davis Mills and the Houston Texans against the Cardinals. My yes, God. I know. And you, really the only tough games on their schedule, um, okay, Browns, Packers, but then it's just their division. You know, they, they see the they get to play the uh the Bears this year. They play the Colts. The Lions. Really I I don't know about the Colts. Um we can touch on them next, but the Cardinals are cruising. They're cruising, and whoever's getting in their way, they're really not stopping. So uh, good for them. I, I'm, I'm happy to see it because they flipped that around fairly fast. I mean, they drafted Kyler Murray number one overall, and from then on it was just hit, hitting the road, and they, they just did not stop. So it, it's cool to see. Uh, it's really good to see that, that the Cardinals are a, a smaller market team coming up. Um, so I like it. I do too. And you touched on the Colts. We can touch on the Colts and the Dolphins because the Dolphins are a toilet salad right now. 27, 27, 17, they lose again. Um, it's not even like you can say, okay, but two is coming back soon. It's, that's not even a God's like, I know that's great. Like a, <laughs> ah, sweet. We just get to know how wrong we were for passing up on Justin Herbert. Um, how about this though, for the dolphins, they drafted Ronnie Brown when they could have drafted Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh. Uh, they pass up on Matt Ryan for Jake long. And then, <laughs> They uh, uh, just the pass whole... up on Justin Herbert for Tua Tagovailoa. Um, Correct. Bless your heart, Miami fans. I mean, that is that's a rough track record. It really is. And then they just traded away Jakeem Grant today. Um, that's kind of NFL. Did they? Yeah, they did. They traded him for to the Bears for a six round pick. So Justin Fields getting some speed in his offense, I guess. All right. Well, I don't, really, don't really understand it, but it's NFL news, and that's what we do here. We talk about NFL news. I think right now they're gearing up to just try to win the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes. I think that's what it's coming down to at this point. But you got to be nervous about that. I mean, you sure. can't just say, yeah, let's go trade for Deshaun Watson. He's a top three quarterback. There's a lot of problems surrounding him. I mean, if, if you trade for him, you give up. <laughs> Have you heard about the Deshaun Watson problems? <laughs> yeah. Let me tell you a story. If you trade for him and you give up three, four first-round picks and he doesn't play, I mean, you can, can add you in. You can I mean, you can you can add in the uh, what's it called? Um, you know, trade. Uh, why is this but, word slipping out of my head? Like you, you could say, you know, if he if he plays sixteen games or seventeen games, then we'll give you all these picks. But if he only plays, if he doesn't play at all, we get those picks back. You can. Yeah, sure. I, I can't. I don't know. I'm just dropping dropping the word on, on live air. But uh, the trade clause. Sure. Yeah. There we go. Mm-hmm. Trade clause. Um. So you can do it. You can trade for him. That'd be 
I mean, that'd be great. It, I think it, if they do, they're going to wait till this is all over. They're not going to just be like, okay, to hell with it. We'll risk it and see if it works right. out. There, there's really no point in doing it now. Um, yeah. You're not going to win the division. The, I think the Bills could clinch the division fairly. By week nine. Um, <laughs> I think, what is the NFL record? I think it's like week 11 or 12, somebody clinched it. Yeah, so somewhere in there. I would not be totally surprised if the Bills clinched the division week 13 Patriots coming to Buffalo for Monday Night Football. Um, that sounds about right. It might be a little early now that we have an extra game this year, but I wouldn't be totally surprised. This division is not good. I mean, it could be. Even, you look at how horrible everybody else is in that division right now. I mean, the Patriots only have – everybody else only has one win. Everybody yeah. else is one and three. So yeah. if the Bills mm-hmm. keep winning by like week, I don't know, 11, if they're sitting at, you know, nine and one or nine and or eight and two somewhere in mm-hmm. there – by all means, like if they get to if they get to nine wins, they're they're fine. Yes. I don't think anybody else in that division is getting to eight wins. I mean, they're they're not going to lose this division unless Josh Allen, barring and, something catastrophic, unless Josh Allen and Mitchell Trubisky go down with injuries. I don't see them losing this division lead. Um, so yes, it could be week thirteen, maybe, 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 maybe. Um, but another one one game that I really want to talk about here. Um, I mean, I guess we can kind of mention the Giants beat the Saints. Hurrah! Um, I'm so mad because I looked at. I, I wasn't. I was somewhat confident that they were going to win. I wasn't risky enough to bet it, so I just bet them alternate spread to cover like plus fifteen and a half because that was <laughs> minus one ninety five for whatever reason. So I was like, okay, okay, yeah, they can they can cover fifteen for I me. I hope so. And then, granted, they go out and win. Um, so yeah, look, look. I've been pounding the table that everybody needs to shut up about the Saints all year because they're outside of their defense. They're not defense good. is very good. Defense is defense very, good. is very good. That is it. <laughs> <laughs> that is it. Jameis Winston is not what everybody wants him to be. He is, and he never will be. He never I don't think be. he will either. Yeah, I mean, we've had. I mean, how we've had the the thirty thirty countdown on this show and through a party when it happened. Um, so look, Jameis is Jameis. He's not an elite quarterback. He's not going to be. They don't have any elite talent outside of Alvin Kamara on that offense. I'd Excuse me if I don't think Marquez Callaway is going to drag them to a wild card spot or Taysom Hill going to drag them to a wild card spot. They don't have enough talent offensively to get them anywhere in the NFC, especially when you've got teams like Carolina that are playing well, the entire mm-hmm. NFC West, um, their own division, like uh, Tampa Bay, Carolina. Like, there's so much talent in the NFC right now. The Saints offensively don't stand a chance to me. Nope. The Giants played yeah. well, good for them. Saquon Barkley had a solid game. He had that long touchdown. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did it with a few guys out. So uh, good for the Giants, good for Daniel Jones. Sure. Um, that, that was just a very bleh game, but I feel like I had to mention it because <laughs> maybe, maybe it was a surprise to some people because um, yeah. it wasn't it was an overtime victory. But a game that I do want to talk about, the Cleveland Browns, because – Maybe we haven't talked about them too much. We talk about them saying their defense is very good. You know, they sacked uh, Justin Fields nine times. 14-7 to seven against Minnesota Vikings. That just kind of left the bad taste in my mouth because, yeah. I don't know, their defense is very good. They shut down the Vikings offense, which is not, not really too hard or not too easy to do. They have a good offense. Fourteen points. I mean, Baker Mayfield really did not look that good. Um, yeah, got fifteen the job at thirty-three. Done. Fifteen at thirty-three. One hundred and fifty-five yards. You know, they were carried by their run game again. Uh, that's kind of what it what it comes down to. If their run game is clicking, they win a game most of the time. Nick Chubb had hundred yards. Kareem Hunt had sixty-nine yards. Okay, um, but it's just eh. I mean, 
I don't love it. I, I don't love the way that their offense has been playing this year. They've had a few good games, a few kind of wow moments. But other than that, I'm a little nervous because if they don't get it together, Jarvis Landry's been out. Odell Beckham Jr.'s back. But Baker, you got to take over. Uh, if you want to be the guy for this team going forward, you got to be the guy that's going to win. You got to be the guy that's going to win with Rashad Higgins as your number one wide receiver. Donovan Peoples Jones out there. You got to, it just seems like they're relying too much on the run game, and you can't really do that. Granted, their defense is great. Their defense might shut down every team in the league, but I, I think there is cause for concern with this team after after this game against the Vikings. Um, I'm not going to press it too hard, but I am tapping it a little bit because mm-hmm. watching that game, there were several, several opportunities where Odell Beckham could have walked into the end zone. Baker just missed him. Yep. And Odell was getting frustrated, and rightfully so, um, because, um, like I said, there were at least three that I counted that Odell had a step, it would have been a touchdown, and he was either overthrown, thrown behind him. Baker did not look good. You know, 15 of 33, 155, that's against just about any other team in any other situation that's not going to get the job done. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, you know, Minnesota, outside of the one drive where they scored a touchdown, they didn't do anything for the rest of the day offensively. So um, credit to the Browns' defense. You know, there's going to be stinkers for every team every once in a while. Yeah. Um, Baker hasn't looked terrible this year. He hasn't looked great, but he hasn't looked god-awful. Uh, but yesterday he did. So um, you know, hopefully, you know, they play. Who do the Browns play this coming week, actually? The Browns will play the Chargers. So uh, that, that, if they is don't, tough. if he doesn't step up, that the Chargers are going to roll over them because yes. Justin Herbert and we can, the we can talk about this really game good. and then we'll get into our power rankings here. But sure. The Chargers, Justin Herbert. Um, I, before the season started, I, I said, you know, maybe we need to pump the brakes a little bit on Justin Herbert. It's not often that we see rookie quarterbacks have a great year and then follow it up their second year. Usually, they maybe take a step back. Maybe they just don't don't reach that level. He's reaching that level, uh, and I love it. I, I love Justin Herbert, and I love this Chargers offense. It's it's fun. Uh, they beat the Raiders. The Raiders were undefeated. It was the division rival coming to SoFi Stadium, and Justin Herbert took over. He had three touchdowns. Austin Eckler had 117 yards, friend of the show, the one big touchdown. Um, that was a fun game. The, the, Chargers, the Chargers are a good team. The Raiders are a good team. We've we've touched on the Ravers, Raven. Sorry, the Raiders plenty of times <laughs> because uh, Raider Nation does not like us. We are not fond to them. Um, but kudos to the Chargers. They are they're shooting for that division. They don't they don't give a damn that Patrick Mahomes is over there in Kansas City. They want that division title. You know, uh, I could take a victory lap here. I know you could. Go ahead. I'll let you. Please, please. And and look. I was really high on the Chargers coming in into this year. I had them going 12 and 5. Um, they are the best overall team in that division. Doesn't necessarily mean they're going to win the division just because, you know, 15 and mm-hmm. red is is coming. Um, but right now, I mean, Herbert, three touchdowns, didn't throw an interception. And they did it without really involving Mike Williams. Mike Williams had one catch last night. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot because the tight ends really stepped up. Jared Cook had a nice game. Um, Austin Eckler had a good game. Defensively, they had a good game. Um, third quarter, you know, the Raiders seemed to come back. You know, they had the back-to-back touchdown drives, the long pass to Henry Ruggs. Um, but down the stretch, and Joey Bosa with the – props to Joey Bosa for being an honest athlete, by the mm. way, because we we talk about all the time how we want our athletes to be honest. We want them to say how they yep. feel. Joey and Bosa did. did. Oh, you know, did. And he didn't – it wasn't insulting, 
by any means. He's saying, look, if we got, we knew that if we got pressure on Derek Carr, he would fall apart somewhat. And he did. He's not lying. He's not yeah. lying. And he even said, look, Derek Carr's a great player, great dude. But we knew that if we kept getting to him, he would crumble a little bit. And if you look at um, one of the sacks, he's already kind of bunched up into a ball before they even get to him. So um, great job by the Chargers. Um, they get to three and one on the year. They are now sitting atop the AFC West yes. um, in terms of if, division if they, and how that if works they out. Beat the Browns and the Bills beat the the Chiefs. They is, then they've got a two game lead on the Chiefs. Granted, it's only going to be through Week Five if that does happen. Right. But, but that's you know, that's that, exciting. That's a great place to be if you're a Chargers fan and if you're the if the I'm sorry the San Diego Chargers. If you're the Los Angeles Chargers, <laughs> they should still be the San Diego Chargers. Um, but uh, they're playing really well. Herbert looks fantastic. Um, and it's nice to see that, you know, if Mike Williams has an off day, they can turn to these other guys in the offense yep. um, to make plays. So. Keenan Allen. I feel like a lot of people forget about Keenan Allen, one of the best route runners in football right now. It has been for many years. Yeah. Um, the, the team is loaded. They, they really are. They're, they're loaded. Uh, and I have I have them shooting up in my in my power ranking. So let's. Uh, Derwin James had an interception last night, too. Thank God Derwin James is healthy. Yeah. Thank God he's he's dealt with injuries every single yeah. year. So, yeah. Uh, Happy to see that, but let's let's roll into our power rankings sure. here. Um, I'll kick us off here. Go four through six. I got the Raiders in there at number ten. They they put up a fight with the Chargers, a very good team. They were undefeated before that. They beat good teams. Their defense comes in clutch when needed, except for this past week. But they're a good team. That uh, they are a good team. Number nine, I have the Chiefs. Chiefs. Okay, you could say they beat the, the Eagles. That's fair. I still think they're one of the best teams in football. They will figure it out. I'm I'm pretty fairly confident in that. But right now, their defense is not good. Um, their their defense, you know, yards per game. I think they're second worst in the league. Um, against the run, I think they're second or third worst in the league on defense. So it's not great. Um, we'll see how they play against Buffalo this week. But I have them at nine. I have the Ravens in there at number eight. Um, you might you might yell at me a little bit for that one, but. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Broncos fair and square, uh, pretty easily. There was there were some issues surrounding that game uh, from from Vic Fangio, but oh, Vic so, Fangio can quit his whining. That's a, that's a story for another day. Uh, so I have the Ravens in at number eight. I got the Browns at seven. Uh, I had them drop down a little bit. I had them up at five. We talked about it. We just talked about it. Um, I just need to see a little bit more from the offense. Defense looks great. Miles Garrett is a a man among boys in this league, and it's it's fun to watch him play football. Um, so I have Browns at seven. And I got the Chargers at six. We just talked about them too. A very very good team. Justin Herbert doesn't care. He is just he is high flying, slinging that thing around, and it's fun to watch. So I got uh, Raiders, Chiefs, Ravens, Browns, Chargers. All right. So number ten, I moved the Panthers down a little bit. I'm still keeping them in the top ten. Um, defensively, yeah. Dallas had a very good game. Um, offensively, though, for um, the Panthers, Sam Darn did throw two interceptions, both to Trayvon Diggs, who's having one hell of a year yes. thus far. Um, but they started playing well again in the fourth quarter, trying to kind of mount a comeback. They lost by one possession. Um, I'm not – I don't think that that was too much of a worry for a Panthers team that's without J.C. Horn right now. Um, so, to me, they're still fine. Um, you know, they put up a valiant effort against a good Dallas offense. Um, so I've got the Panthers at 10. I moved the Browns down to nine for the reasons that we just touched on. Their offense isn't good right now. Uh, in, terms, in terms of the passing game, like yeah. 
they're just inconsistent. I don't even want to say that they're not good. Yesterday was, sure. you know, their worst passing game of the year. Baker just needs to be more consistent um, in terms of how well he plays. Like, he looked really good against Kansas City week one. He's just been kind of up and down so far. I want to see more consistency from Baker Mayfield. Um, I got I got the Cowboys at number eight, man. You know, they are playing their defense. We, we talked a lot of crap mm. about their defense in the offseason. They are playing really well right now, too. And um, Trayvon Diggs is on his way if he keeps this up to being a first-team All-Pro. Um, so kudos to him. They're they're really riding his ability right now to to cause turnovers. So um, Dallas, I mean, they're sitting atop the NFC East, a really bad division right now. Um, you know, Washington football team did get a win yesterday, so they went up to two and two to keep to keep pace in the division. But um, I think right now Dallas is the best team in that division. Dak's playing really well. I like Dallas. Uh, I've got the Packers at number seven. Um, started off a little bit slow, and then you know, they beat the Steelers. They should have beat the Steelers. They beat them. <laughs> so they're number seven. And then I've got the Chiefs at number six. Offensively, the Tyreek Hill had three touchdowns. We know what they're going to do offensively. It's it's hard to get into a shootout with Kansas City and win. Yes. Um, defensively, yes, they do need to figure out a few things. But um, you know, with Patrick Mahomes, I, I'm not worried about them. Um, now, I'm not as – you know. High on them as we have been in previous years because that defense is now a problem. Um, but you know, right now they're playing okay. Offensively, they're still very good. So that is my 10 through 6. Okay. My number five, I have the Packers. Um, yeah, started off the season ugly. Packers are missing the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers is tearing this thing down from the inside. No, sir. No, sir. Uh, they are a very, very good team. A very complete team, which maybe we didn't think that they'd be totally complete. But very, very good. I have them at five. The Buccaneers at four, they just barely escaped the clutches of Bill Belichick, but they still did it. Uh, a great team. Now we just have to worry about their injuries because their defense is falling apart. Uh, they got a lot of injuries on that team, so hopefully they can get healthy. Hopefully they can uh, get back to it. Who do they play this week? Tampa Bay. They played Miami. Miami. So yes, you can uh, you can bounce back big time this week. Um, so number three, I have the Rams. I have them as the best team in football. They lose kind of in an ugly fashion to the Arizona Cardinals. I still think that they're a very good team. Uh, I still think that they're one of the best in the league. Number two, I have the Cardinals. And number one, I have my Buffalo Bills. I have to do it. I have to do it. The Cardinals, very good. They're undefeated, sure. The Bills are just absolutely stomping every team they play, except for the Packers. Or Sorry, except for the Steelers. Um, they Sure, you need to beat the Houston Texans. That's fine. Josh Allen... Bad weather game, still played well. He only missed on nine passes. The defense is playing lights out. Knock on wood, there aren't too many serious injuries. We don't really know what's going on with Matt Milano right now. It just seems like this is turning to be the perfect storm for the Bills to go into Arrowhead. And finally, finally, you can't really have a rivalry unless you beat the other team. Josh Allen will finally beat Patrick Mahomes. I think it's time. And then they go to Tennessee, who really just kind of embarrassed the Bills last year. Another revenge game for them. This is a team on a mission, my friend. Um, so I have – let me let me run through my, my 10 real quick. I got Raiders 10, Chiefs 9, Ravens 8, Browns 7, Chargers 6, Packers 5, Bucks 4, Rams 3, Cardinals 2, the Buffalo Bills number 1. Well, it, I will say this. You know, I, I might almost hope if I'm a Bills fan that they don't win – this Sunday because I don't see anybody beating Patrick Mahomes twice in a year. That's mm. just my thought process. Mm -hmm. um, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, all right. 
number five for me, I got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, yeah, they took a little bit of a step back to me defensively. Not even defense, like secondary-wise, they're just falling apart. They keep losing guys. Um, they brought in Richard Sherman for a reason. Uh, I would have liked to see them beat New England a little bit more convincingly. Granted, it was you know pouring down rain, but the Patriots had to deal with that weather too. So uh, I would have liked to see a little bit more. Number four, I've got the Chargers. Uh, yeah, I've been high on the Chargers all year. Uh, I had them at four last week. Couldn't really move them too much just because of the teams I have in front of them, but they're playing great football right now. Uh, I moved the Rams down to three. They're my number one last week. They just got stomped by Arizona. Um, granted, I don't think that that's how it's going to be all year. They've got a big chance to rebound on Thursday night football against Seattle. That is going to be a very fun game to watch. Seattle's sitting at two and two right now. It's, you know, Seattle doesn't want to go to two and three. The Rams can't really lose back-to-back games. I can't see the Rams losing back-to-back games. I think they're a better team than the Seattle Seahawks are. I think they win that game. Um, but right now they're number three. Damn it, Kurt. I got the Cardinals two and the Bills one. Bang. Nice. Thank you. It's just a matter of, you know, right now, if my life depended on it, would I rely? I, it would come down to the wire. I think it would be a very similar game to what we saw last year um, mm-hmm. in Arizona. They're just two really, really good teams. Um, now, right now, Kyler Murray's playing better than Josh Allen. I don't think that, that could really be argued. Nope. Um, so I think that I just trust Buffalo's defense more than I trust Arizona's defense. Um, and that's not to say that the Cardinals' defense has played bad. We just praised their names uh, a few minutes ago. So both teams are very good right now. I wouldn't argue if you would flip flop them because they're just very even teams right now to me, but right. Cardinals two bills one wouldn't argue if you had Cardinals one bills two, uh, but they're my top two teams in the NFL right now. Buffalo's defense is just playing out of this world. Um, and I, you know what? I always say, I'm not going to blame a team for who they play. I'm not going to do it with Buffalo either. They shut out Houston. They shut out Miami. Um, and they and put you, up you can say you know back to back weeks. You, you can you can say they they played bad opponents. You can say sure they won. They didn't really just win. I mean, forty nothing. Then they played uh, Washington the week before. They played Miami the week before that. They handled these teams. They they really just beat up on these teams, and that's what good teams do. They they beat and they handle the teams that they need to. So Buffalo averaging 41 points in their last three games. So like, that's the thing though, with this too, like if they would have just barely won, they would be saying, Oh, come on. How did they not win by more? We can't, you can't have it both ways. Like you, if they destroy teams, you got to give the props there. So a 40, nothing win in the NFL is a 40, nothing win in the NFL. (laughs) Um, So I, I do love Buffalo. I love Arizona too. Um, And I think, I would I would be totally okay with seeing a Kyler Murray Josh Allen Super Bowl. I know it's still very early to say that. <laughs> still um, very early, but, but that, that would be, that would be very, two of the best, very fun. Two of the best dual th- dual threat quarterbacks in the league. So, uh, yeah, we we got a, a fun week five ahead. We had a great week four behind us. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. Chiefs Bills Sunday Night Football revenge game. Just get it done. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll. We'll get you ready for week five. We'll do a little preview show later on in the week. So keep an eye out for that. We don't really know the exact day or the exact time for that. but uh, It'll we'll be either tomorrow or Thursday. Probably yeah, so Thursday afternoon. We'll, we'll tweet that out. Um, you can follow me on Twitter at Kurt, K-U-R-T, Homiser, H-A-U-M-E-S-S-E-R-88. Uh, follow along there. All my Bill stuff, all my work, all my good, fun, family-friendly atmosphere stuff. Follow along on there. Uh, we'll have some fun. Jared, where can they find you? Uh, follow me on Twitter at jbaileynfl. Uh, two pieces for fan side coming out tomorrow. Um, goal to go of my football wrestling stuff. I'll do the write-up of these power rankings as well uh, so you can 
catch all my reasonings for why I have teams where I do, why I don't have teams in the top 10. I give a few honorable mentions as well. Um, before we go, Cincinnati Bengals, we didn't really talk about them. Good job, Joe Burrow. Proud of you. Um, sure. Yes. Yeah. Number Sorry, one, Joe Burrow. leading the uh, AFC North right now, the Cincinnati Bengals are. So uh, I'm liking what I see from them. So kudos to them. Uh, but yeah, at J Bailey NFL on Twitter, that's where you can find me. And uh, yeah, we will see you more than likely Thursday to preview week five. We'll give our picks and uh, yeah, we'll get ready for Rams Seahawks, a fun Thursday night matchup before we get into uh, the Sunday slate of games. It'll be uh, another fun weekend. Uh, we're really flying through the season as it usually does. It's, it always goes by really quick once it gets started. So uh, let's savor these Sundays because we only have, you know, 21 of them a year. So let's uh let's hold on to it while it's here but we appreciate everybody joining us uh on the believe podcast network wherever you get your podcast from we'll see you later on the week to preview week five kurt officer jared bailey it's laces out we will see you later thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube